Hi, this is Scott with Android Guys, and I'm here with Luke. Hey, everybody. Luke, how are you? I'm all right. How are you? I'm doing well. Good. CES is behind us. Yeah. Uh, now, we didn't go. We did not go. No. We, we opted not to out of the abundance of caution that I think a lot of people opted out. Yeah. I mean, it was anecdotally, regionally, here, it's a hot mess it with is. the pandemic. Yep. But it was, I think, a lot of a lot of outlets I noticed pulled out mm-hmm. or kind of had no intention of actually going right. this year. And, and exhibitors as well. It's uh, a different animal. I thought for sure we might have had a more... Well, a few months ago, if you would have asked me, I would have mm-hmm. thought, yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, it took a year off, two years off. Yep. Uh, I, w- I don't know, even with Mobile World Congress being another six, seven weeks away, how excited I am about traveling to something like that. I know. It's it's strange, too, because there's so much... Everybody, everybody wants to get back to life. Everybody wants to get back to normal. It's just... Uh, I don't think normal is going to be what it was before. Mm-mm. And so I think we're we're trying to get back to that, and I don't know if we ever will. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see how, uh, when things like this come around, you know, what kind of changes are made. How Yeah, how big is CES going forward? Yeah. How big is Mobile, Mobile World Congress? Right. Do we see more standalone phone announcements remotely? Right. Just like take the Google route recently and just kind of announce it online. Yeah. And make it a press release. Right. Well, and I know a lot of those con- conferences or, or, you know, trade shows or whatever, there's a lot of handshake deals and a lot of things that happen there that yeah. are outside what we do. Uh, you know, we're right. just covering news and, and first looks and stuff like that. So those are actual, you know, events where uh, deals are being made yeah. and things are happening. So they won't go anywhere. I, I think we'll always have something, but it'll be interesting with, you know, how how the world evolves after this. You know, really, what it, what does it look like? Does it look like what we were used to? Yeah. Well, even for us, we meet, you know, PR teams. Yeah. And, people and it's the faces to the names Mm -hmm. and if you're dealing with a different firm it's nice to meet them in person yeah you know they can show you around their different products or different brands and kind of let you see some of the things that are exciting yeah new um you know in the past when ces you know when we were first doing android guys you know a decade ago CES was a big deal because there were a lot of phone announcements. Yeah. Now it's more of, uh, I don't want to say a necessary evil to go. Sure. But it is, uh, I, I feel like it's necessary in at least the every other year. Yeah. If possible to just to catch up. Yeah. And, and keep faces. Yeah. You know, you know, talk to the people that you talk to every couple months, you know, I mean, we're yeah. hearing from a lot of these same PR people and, firms and companies and contacts and stuff. Um, the other thing that's cool about those is when you're in person, you get a little bit more of the why behind, Yeah, you know, you, it's, it's a lot easier to, uh, hear 
backstory on products and and their you know their thoughts on moving forward and why they're shifting technology or why why did we decide to come out with this kind of features and stuff because that's just easier to explain than putting it in in an email right so those are the cool things uh that i like when when we do those kind of things is to really get a better sense of the brands in general and to to walk the aisles and see trends yep and to kind of see different brands kind of exploring the same topics yeah going after things seeing where their heads are yeah you know you kind of get a feel for like oh everybody's all in on this now and um yeah so i I do like the idea of going i'm not excited right now yeah and i i mean i you know just got over having Mm -hmm. covid here so Mm -hmm. it's not so much the concern of myself getting it again sure but I don't know that I'm ready to deal with people in a w- right, way yeah. that is just. Yeah, you I, can only control so much, right? Yeah. So it's it's why put myself in a situation of unknown factors when I don't necessarily need to. And I don't know how great my immune system is in a wake of sure. having it. Sure. So, yeah, a lot of, a lot of questions. But uh, so, it is, I mean, it is interesting to kind of cover something. I know in the years that I do go, trying to keep up with everything and getting pulled all over the the halls yeah, and meeting and seeing these things and then dealing with some of the staff remotely saying, hey, uh, if you get a chance, go see this or Mm -hmm. get some pictures of that. And I'll wait and get press releases and shoot it over to the team. And they're like, yep, we already got that. We saw that come across the wire two hours ago. And so there's something really kind of um tough about being on the ground yeah so there is something to be said about the eye in the sky approach to kind of sit back and see things collectively with embargo times and kind of figure out what is going to be what are we going to cover right what is exciting what Mm -hmm. is newsworthy um i mean excuse me and that's what brings us to this full podcast is some of the things that we saw Mm -hmm or things that we saw come out of CES that are exciting. Mm-hmm. And these are things that aren't necessarily gonna be released tomorrow or even you know in the next couple of weeks. Some of these are, you know, like one in particular, the scale we'll mm-hmm. talk about could be, you know, later this year mm-hmm. when there's pending some approval for FDA stuff. And sure. so there's regulatory stuff, but it's good to see concepts from companies of where their head is you know even to see vehicles once in a while you're like that's really cool that's never going to see the light of day but i'd like where you're thinking right where your head is and and what you guys you know might do someday Mm -hmm. um so we do a best of ces Mm -hmm. and we kind of look at all kinds of stuff you know Again, a decade or more back, it would have been easy to just say these are the phones that excite us the most. Sure. But our scope of coverage has evolved yeah. and expanded. And we look at a lot of things outside of the mobile space and plenty of things that kind of talk, you know, to phones or talk to smart homes and yeah. kind of overlap. But then there's just sometimes we see something gadget wise that's just, Hey, that's really cool. Yeah. And that excites me or mm-hmm. I like that brand and I'm really excited about that product. Yeah. So let's take a couple minutes here. We I think we ended up at nine. Yeah. 
uh, best of CES. Yep. And uh, so we'll just touch on them briefly. Yeah. And then in the show notes, we'll have links to the different announcements or our coverage of that. Mm-hmm. So if you see that or hear that and you want to look up and find more, uh, be sure to look for that in the uh, show notes. Mm-hmm. Luke, let's get started. Yeah. Uh, what do we got first? The first one is the uh, the latest from RoboRock. It's the S7 Max V Ultra mm-hmm. uh, robot vacuum. Do you have a robot vacuum? I do. They're awesome. They are cool. They're really awesome in the sense that it'll run for you, clean up, and they do a better job than you would anticipate. Yes. But it's not without kind of like a little bit of you still got to get your hands dirty you got to empty this thing out each time yep some of the vacuum cleaners have mopping capabilities so yep. you got to add water to it or put on the attachment for the the mopping uh this one does all that right and takes care of itself after right so it's one step closer to having an actual like robot assistant in your house right that's like hey we ran the vacuum we mopped we emptied the container into the bin, and we added more water back into right. the mop. Now, you still it seems like you'll still have to um, refill the backup tank for where yeah. the water goes in, and then you'll have to eventually empty out the <coughs> bin that yeah. you know, it empties not a from permanent the vacuum. Solution. It's not a permanent solution, but um, it's a lot more of a set it and forget it yeah. than um, those things are now. Uh and that that technology has come a, a very long way. Yeah. Um, well, and, and understanding not just the capability of like picking up. Yeah. But also, hey, uh, I want this thing to kind of run at night. Yeah. And I don't have lights on. Right. You know, sometimes some of the earlier generation had a hard time picking up depth. Yep. And some of the early generations of these didn't understand steps mm-hmm. or didn't handle obstacles. So if you happen to like- Or light a, and dark, you, you know, it'd go under a, a, a chair and get lost. Yeah, it just completely kind of lose its bearings. Yep. So this has all kinds of really cool tech in it mm-hmm. that looks to solve some of those problems. And it also, you know, we have pets. So yep. there are days where a toy might end up in the middle of the room. Yeah. Or my son's shoes might be over here instead of where, over there. Right. Furniture gets moved. You can reset the maps and things. But, you know, this technology and also just where RoboRock is as a brand has really come a long way. And that vacuum can come up to the shoes and just kind of work its way around it and keep on moving without saying, hey, uh, you might need to retrain the map. Right. Or, you know, you need to go around and pick up every little thing first before you do this. That's not, you know, that's that hands-off approach that I think excites me a lot about, mm-hmm. you know, this model in particular. Yeah. And I've I've reviewed a couple of RoboRock vacuums, stick vacuums, and they're smart ones, and they're awesome. I have at home right now is uh, R2. Yeah. So it's a little white unit that we tell R2 to start cleaning, and goes out and does the job so nice i have to see if i can get my hands on one of these yeah dude see if it lives up to it uh anything else on the uh roborock no all right what's up on the next next thing we got are the elite four active from jabra these are uh wireless headphones Mm -hmm. and uh jabra is 
I mean, they're a staple. They've been in uh, Bluetooth uh, ear wear <laughs> for, yeah. you know, over a decade easily. Uh, they're, uh, they're kind of like the, to me, they're the, the, the brand that is like, if you want to get something nice, mm -hmm. the, the first step from like the regular consumer to more of a yeah. prosumer is a Jabra. Yep. They're built for, uh, quality, they're built to last crystal clear, you know, voice calls mm -hmm. and, uh, like water resistance and yep. sweat and, you know, it. It takes that it jumps from the budget and uh, novice user to I'm I'm more serious. Yeah, I'm not looking for a high end audio, but I'm looking for something that sounds good, mm -hmm. that fits nice, that isn't going to fall out. Uh, and the, the Jabra Elite brand, uh, some of their active models, they have. Uh, this, so this is the four. Mm -hmm. Then they've also had like the seventy five T. Yes. some of those sport models. No, no matter the line, I've always been impressed with them, mm -hmm. and I find that uh, they sound great, yeah. and I always look forward to checking out new ones. Not necessarily because I need to replace earbuds or headphones, sure. but more of like, oh, where are you guys with these now? Right. And you see things change with, you know, different brands have equalizer settings in the apps and things like that. So yep. if you have an older pair of earbuds and you're looking to replace or upgrade, you know, this is the time of year where you start to see, you know, plenty of brands teasing some of their products for the year. And right. Jobber's one of those that I would say, hey, if they're offering up something new, you should at least take a look at it. Yeah. So uh, next on the list, the Withings Body Scan. Yeah. It's a scale. So scales are one of those things that, um, I mean, they're, they're smart. Yeah, they, they're no longer you just step on, get your weight, mm -hmm. you know, but you start to get scales that have body mass index or the ability to uh, track a user. So right. it knows when you get on that, oh, this is Luke. And then this is Luke's wife, like you right. said, profiles. And then they talk to the apps and you can mm -hmm. automatically update your weight instead of having to go in and change that in right. your apps. So that's always getting smarter and withings is a brand that has been in the um, the health and wellness space for a long time mm -hmm. and their scales and their products watches and things are usually leading edge yes. kind of things and, and some of their stuff is more and i think this is the case here it's further down the road and some of it is even pending like governmental approval because yeah it needs to go before a regulatory board and and get that but you know, you're not talking about just weight, but also, um, you know, EKG. Yeah. And, and this scale can tell the difference for, for body limbs and can tell. Right. Yeah. It gives you it. I mean, it's a full it's more of a of body scan, not just a not just a uh, weight. A weight. It, I mean, it'll it'll scan your your BMI, <coughs> but it'll also tell you, you know, where based on the scan, you know, where is that, that body mass settling, you know, where is it? Yeah. Oh, is it's it all your, in your it's legs. A, yeah. It's your midsection or it's your, it's your calves. It's yeah. your, you know, uh, and it, it, and then it also, they're saying, um, has it will sync up with, you know, health professionals, mm -hmm. um, or, or 
I don't know if it's like, you know, it syncs automatically or if you can just output that data, take it to your doctor and your doctor goes, oh, okay, based oh, on this, yeah. you know, let's what, let's try this, yep, do I, this. Or, we see this starting to develop. Right. Uh, can we cut back on this or improve, include, right. um, add more of this to your lifestyle? So, And that's, that's really cool that, you know, a lot of times to get those, to get those, uh, insights from your doctor, the doctor needs to run tests Yep, and needs to run different scans and, and then, you know, uh, look at lab work or whatever, and then, you know, call you back and say, Hey, based on those tests, here's what we found. If, if you're telling me though, I can, I have a, a way with something at home, I can scan my, my, uh, vitals or, or whatever, and send it to my doc. And, and then my doctor can call and say, Hey, I got your, you know, your updated scan and, uh, here's something that we might want to look at yeah. or everything looks good without having to kind of do the, um, the test. It'll be interesting to see if that, if something like that, if that's, you know, truly what this is supposed to do, uh, what kind of buy-in there is from the medical community mm-hmm. of, you know, uh, there can be a, a thought of, well, that's that's a home device. You know, we have much more sophisticated things that we can check. Yep. So, uh, you know, and if that's the case, then then what's the point of something like, like this, right? Sure. Um, but I, I think as our electronics get smarter, uh, that that community is more likely to say, yeah, you're this is doing the heavy lifting for us. Let's just yeah. run with those. And it, this can capture the data passively for us yep. and not just the snapshot of, hey, it's been six months since you've been here. Right. But you can collect this stuff that may not even matter to you on a day-to-day. Sure. But when you scale back and look at that view as over time, mm-hmm. you can start to see things happening. Uh, that's very valuable data. Yeah. Uh, you know, not something that you might look at or incorporate into an app or your own day-to-day lifestyle. But if you realize, Hey, this is something that can be measured. And your doctor says, keep an eye on this by doing this. Mm -hmm. I think, uh, you know, the Withings brand or their solutions are a great, uh, portfolio. So if that's something where, you know, your physical health is, you know, you got one body, you know, so if you want to start taking things seriously, you know, these things aren't exactly cheap, but no. it's, you know, it's a couple of trips to the doctor, right? It's, you know, you're going to spend that anyways to, to get some of that information. Right. So, well, and you know, there's something to be said that if you have a device that will do this in your house and you spend, you know, you, you check it, let's say you check it once or twice a week or, or even more, if you check it, if you're weighing yourself every day or something, the more that the more thought you're putting into something, the more you're paying attention to it. Yep. Right. So if you're, if you are paying attention to your body and, and what some of this stuff can say about your body, then you're just more well-informed and you might say, Oh, you know what? I, uh, I'm just going to get one cheeseburger. Yeah. I don't need to, yeah. or, you know, it's, it's stuff like that without having to, you know, be on a diet, so to speak, just it's mindful. just a little bit more mindful of, yep. You know, what, what are you doing? Yeah. So that's the Withings body scan mm-hmm. scale. Uh, this one is more in line at our 
uh, heart. Yeah. The uh, OnePlus 10 Pro. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's it's a phone, so yeah. it's right up our alley. Uh, this is one that is going to be launching in China mm-hmm. uh, on the 11th, so really probably by the time you're listening to this. Yeah. Uh, but we'll be coming to the U.S., mm-hmm. and we selected this one, even though it wasn't officially announced. It was teased through CES, and I don't know if OnePlus had originally intended something different around the conference, mm-hmm. uh, but we selected this one because we are big fans of what OnePlus does as a phone brand, right? And you know, not without its own little um, quibbles and quirks and fallbacks. And if you get on Reddit, you can start finding, you know, you can tug on any seam and, and yeah. start to unravel things. But as a whole, for consumers, I really feel strongly about endorsing that brand mm-hmm. and recommending it to people who mm-hmm. are, hey, I'm looking for something, you know, I'm, I don't know if I want to go with a Galaxy S, you know, or something big, but I want something that's quality. I usually start with Pixel. Yeah. And if that's a no-go for them, then uh, well, OnePlus is, you know, it's an easy one to follow up and say, yeah. hey, get something like this because it's close to stock Android yep. with a little bit of the right extras. Yep. It's good hardware, um, current software. Mm-hmm. Uh, so specifications, if you're into uh, phones, you, you probably already have this on your radar, but you're looking at, for this particular model, the 10 Pro, a 6.7-inch display, rumored to have 120 hertz refresh rate. Memory, you're looking at 8 to 12 gigabytes, which is really high. Uh, storage at 128, 256 gigabytes. Yep. 48 megapixel camera, er, multi-camera setup, mm-hmm. uh, 5,000 milliamp battery with an 80 watt wired charger. I don't know how they do it. That's but insane. Their warp technology keeps getting better right. and faster. And at 80 watts and even 50 watts wireless mm-hmm. is what this thing's you know rumored to have or unofficially has. And all of that powered by a Snapdragon 8 Gen 1 Pro or processor from uh, Qualcomm. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at, I mean, just a monster. Yeah. And if you're, if you're somebody who likes to have some of the latest and greatest, this is what 2022 is going to look like. Yeah. You know, you're going to see something very similar from Samsung mm-hmm. out of the next Galaxy series. Mm-hmm. You're going to see... Um, you know, other players globally, but they're they're not going to stray too far from these specifications in the near term. Sure. So if you're a flagship person, it's flagship season. Right. And uh, so that's the OnePlus 10 Pro. Put that on your radar. Uh, keep an eye on that. Uh, Luke, what's next? The next thing is uh, something, you know, kind of uh, almost an accessory to uh, mobile phone, um, but it's it's for your car. It's the Motorola MA1, uh, and this is a dongle um, that you uh, you connect for Android Auto mm-hmm. in your car. Um, and it's one of those things. I have you have you had Android Auto in your car? Not that I've 
personally own mm -hmm. i've spent some time with different cars uh -huh. with people that do uh -huh. and one of the first things that usually comes up is oh wait i have to plug this in right so yeah i had a head unit in my car that was android auto and android auto is awesome mm -hmm. it's really cool um but you got to plug your phone in and then Which sounds trivial it's really not that bad <laughs> at all um once you get used to it but there's times where you know you you get in the car and you just you run into the store real quick you don't want to necessarily have to take your phone out of your pocket and plug mm -hmm. it in and blah 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 and there are head units on the market now that are um hands-free yeah android auto um they're slowly coming out that that space um is uh seems like it's evolving a little slower than uh most people want yeah or you would have thought right but um, this dongle lets you, uh, it's, it's basically uh, a quick connect solution for mm -hmm. you get in your car, turn your car on, and, and you're on Android Auto. And you don't have to worry about taking your phone out of your pocket nope. or your purse. If it, you know, that's that kind of leads to the, the, <clears throat> the habits and the lifestyle yep. where if you have the phone out and you have to plug it in, there's the temptation of picking that phone up while you right. have it and well I'm just gonna check this I'm just you know so right. if I'm the type of person that has something like this I plug it into my car mm -hmm. I'm getting in the car and my phone stays in my pocket the whole time mm -hmm. unless I need to charge it yeah and I know that it's in there and now I'm using voice commands or I'm yep. using the smarts from my phone to power that right. display. I can't tell you how many times when I had that head unit, I would leave my phone in my car on accident mm. because it's just was plugged in and, and I wasn't looking at my phone cause I was really trying to practice safe driving. Yeah. Non-distracted driving. I had Android auto. So I was like, you know what, you know, if you're not supposed to do this. I'm not going to do this. Right. And then I would turn my, car off and get out of my car and then you know be in the store and go oh where's my phone oh it's in my car mm -hmm. and you know it's one of those that's that is such not an issue you know is really not a thing but if there is something like this that lets you just have the peace of mind to just without having to buy an expensive head unit right you know you can just hey i'm connected i'm good to go uh, all I have to do is just make sure that this is yeah. plugged into my car. Yep. So that's uh, the Motorola MA1. Yep. Uh, back to phones. Back to phones. Now, this is an official announcement. Yes. And if you're listening to this on around the 11th or yep. later, this is a product that is out, available. Yep. Um, Samsung announced a new phone. But it's technically a different version but of... But did they? <laughs> Hey, we don't say that when Google announces the A series. That's right. So this is this is kind of like what they do. Yeah. It's uh everything you love about the Galaxy S21. Yep. Without some of the bleeding edge stuff. Yeah. So it's the most of everything you need, mm -hmm. some of what you want. Yep. Uh but priced more affordably and it's kind of like um it depends on what cycle you get into. If you're, I constantly have to buy the newest and you know, you're getting that phone. But if you get caught halfway between that, instead of buying last year's model, right? this is a good way of buying a current model right? with a newer version of Android and yep. actually some improvements over last year's. Right. So it's a nice, 
hybrid mm-hmm. kind of stopgap. I almost kind of wish they don't do, they don't call it the fan edition of yeah. that. I feel like you could get away with calling it something else. Yeah. Um, if it was like Google has it locked down with the A. Yeah. And you just know that it's it's a light version, a junior flagship version sure. of that. But the uh, S21 fan edition, big screen, 6.4 inch with 120 hertz refresh yep. rate, um, 12 megapixel ultra wide camera, Snapdragon 888 processor. So eight, good. Eight gigs of RAM yep. um, on the high end with 256 storage. Yep. And then you've got six with 128. Got a big battery. Yeah. 4,500 milliamp. Runs Android 12. And it's IP68 rated. So it's, you know, splash resistant. Mm-hmm. Uh, take a dunk. Get it out of the pool. You know, it's going to be okay. Um, and it's offered in some new colors, too. So if you are on the fence and, and you're looking for something that is uh, not the thousand dollar premium flagship stuff but you don't want to buy a generation or two old mm-hmm. this is a great option for that so, right uh, that's samsung galaxy s21 fe or fan edition yep uh what's next uh next one is i'm gonna see if i can pronounce this name because i don't know ufi that is correct all right uh eufi yuffie yuffie <laughs> i knew it wasn't yuffie but uh yeah so it, it is uh it's a doorbell mm-hmm. so it's a it's a smart uh security doorbell yeah but this is the dual so it has two cameras which at first you're kind of like wait why yeah why doesn't doesn't my doorbell capture everything i need mm-hmm. but you and i both have smart doorbells we do and when you start to look at this one you what's, realize what's the downfall of your smart do- doorbell it's It's the it's the field of view exactly. So it's going to be either tall, yep, and kind of stretched if mm-hmm. it's trying to get the porch, mm-hmm. or it's just like a wide view, yeah, that just doesn't give you quite the detail. Well, so I I, I feel like smart doorbells have gotten way better in their mm-hmm. field of view, um, especially with apps. You can really dial it into yeah. what what do you want me to look at, and it it will look at you know what you tell it to. But the thing, you know, in the age, especially in the last year or so, we've had so many more packages being delivered. Mm-hmm. Um, what this does is it gives you a wider field of view to actually see um, the things that are sitting like on the porch below right. it, right? essentially. Because um, that's, that's the main gripe is um, with the doorbell now, you only have so much of a field of view. And if anything gets... You know, right up to the door. If they set a package right by the door, yeah, you can't see it. Yeah, and if somebody was sneaky enough or kind of had an idea where your range was, they can sneak along that wall. It's possible. Yeah, do that. They're they're taking a risk to do all that. Mm -hmm. But this kind of says, hey, we we've got a really good camera for people that are approaching. Mm -hmm. We can detect whether or not it's a family member or friend. We know we've got some AI recognition. But we also have a second camera that just points down and keeps an eye on the porch and we don't you know, we know what the the package is there. Right. We've got eyes on it. Right. Even though your main when you glance at your traditional smart doorbell it just kinda looks at the yard. Well yeah, and, it, and if you if you get a notification from Amazon that says, you know, hey package is delivered, 
all right, cool. You you can pull up your history of your mm-hmm. doorbell and see. All right, I see it dropped off. Or you know, sometimes, depending on how you have it set up, you'll get a notification and you'll see the delivery guy dropping it off. Mm-hmm. But if you're expecting something, you know, expensive or uh, you know, really rare or something that gets delivered and you're still not home for four or five hours. Yeah. I want to check and make sure that that's still sitting right there. Right. You know, cause w- what happens you get home and it's not there and then you have to scroll back and go, when right, did it go away? When did it go away? Who, who grabbed um, it? Yeah. But if you can actually see right there, all right, it's still sitting there. You're still okay. And that's, you know, maybe this is a, uh, niche use or maybe sure. a paranoid person or something like that. But, um, now I I have used the previous version of mm-hmm. this. It's the single camera. Yeah, and that little uh, base plugs into your router or your network. Yeah, you know when they ring the doorbell, it rings inside. You hear it ring on there. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing here. This will actually keep ninety days of video recording nice. on there, so that's nice. Yeah, and it'll also tie into Google or Amazon Alexa. So if you want to pull it up and see what's on the camera on different things. You can do that on your smart displays. Nice. So yeah, to your point, it might be a little bit more focused, yeah, uh, kind of not necessary kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But we would have said the same thing about phones with two cameras, right? Not that long ago, right? Like, ah, what, what's the point? Right. You know. So I, I would not be surprised if this is one of the ones on the front end of two camera solutions, yeah, going forward. Yep. Uh, what else do we have? Oh. Aftershocks rebranded yeah. to Shocks. Yep. I think, was it like a decade or so they've been in the game? Mm-hmm. Uh, so they have a new line. They kind of rebranded their their headphones. Mm-hmm. They're big into bone conduction. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever messed with bone conduction? I have not. So that's a weird thing, man. Is it? It's a really weird thing. Um, to have them on and to hear music kind of like in your temples. Yeah. To kind of feel like everybody around you hears, it's like you're listening to speakers that nobody else can kind of hear. Right. Now, you could pick up, I can tell that you're listening to something, uh, kind of, it doesn't bleed a lot, but mm-hmm. um, these are, you know, one of the things with that type of technology is they aren't quite as robust. The sound profile, sure. the layers aren't quite there, mm-hmm. uh, the, the bass, the lows the the new version or the uh, shocks open run pro look to kind of address those things right so you're going to get uh more in the low range and you're going to get a little bit louder volume overall mm-hmm. uh, and they also have 10 hours per charge yeah and they charge crazy fast i'm really excited about these because they have um what is it five minutes on the charger will give yeah. you up to 90 minutes of listening that's insane so if you're getting ready to go work out and you're like oh Crap, I forgot, I forgot. to even charge yeah. these things. You're gonna just the drive over is gonna be plenty. Mm-hmm. Uh, or if you're like, I'm getting ready to actually run out of the house right now, plug them in. Yeah. Get your shoes, get your playlist set up, grab your water bottle, do you know whatever it is to get ready to go. Stretch. Yeah. You're gonna have plenty of listening on that. So nice. Um, yeah. So those are gonna be available, I believe, in four colors, and I think we have some of those on their way here sweet to review so i'm really excited about those sweet uh i think we have one left right yeah we do chromebook yeah from acer acer yep they announced a handful of chromebooks this year Mm -hmm. um but i 
I think we like this one because it's that everyman appeal. Yeah. Chromebooks can kind of fall into a number of categories where there's like, you know, my first Chromebook, yeah. $150. Yep. Then you've got on the, the high end things that are $1,000 that rival premium laptops. Right. And then somewhere in the upper end, you've got things that are going to be about $600. Sure. Uh, for like a quality mid-range device. This one actually is priced lower than that. It's going to come in at about 300 bucks. Right. And it's got a lot of features in there that previously you would have said, oh, that sounds more expensive. Yeah. Um, so the Chromebook 315 has a massive, for Chromebooks, this is pretty big. Yeah. Uh, 15 and a half or 15.6 inch display that's a big screen for a chromebook it is i mean we're we're on a windows pc in front of us and it's 13 14 inches right and it feels fine that yeah. feels normal that's kind of the the trend of most things right now yeah um 15 inch though that that's big. and it's it's an anti-glare and as mm -hmm. you read through the press release it sounds like the kind of uh chromebook or screen that you porch yep take it out of the patio don't worry about you know the the glare from the light. Yep. Um, and it, I mean, and it's just so big, like for text that, you know, when you move from a four inch to a six inch yeah. phone or a five and a half to a six inch phone, you feel that difference. Yep. Same thing for a Chromebook, uh, not just for like media consumption, but if you're typing a document, those extra lines, your emails, things like that. Yeah. That that space makes a pretty good difference. Yeah. Uh, other things in here. This has. A couple of USB A ports, a couple of USB C ports, yep. um, micro SD card yep. reader, Wi Fi 6. Yeah. I still don't even know if, when it'll be before I have Wi Fi 6 in my house. Right. You know, that's one of those technologies that last year CES, it was a really big deal. Mm -hmm. A lot of routers and mesh network systems. Right. So we're starting to get that in the homes and the offices. Yeah. So this is kind of a little, little bit of a future proof yeah, kind definitely. of uh, Chromebook. Well, and it, it means it's set up, you know, that's a, it seems like a lot of ports for a Chromebook compared to what you normally see. Mm -hmm. You normally get, uh, you know, I know the one we have at home, we have, there's a C and one A port. Yep. Um, but this has two of each and an, um, an SD card reader. Yes. Yeah, so it sounds more like, you know, if this one, if this stays in the in the office, yeah, you can plug in your printer, plug in a little hub to right. it. It's a little more productive. Yeah, plug in an external monitor. Mm -hmm. um, if you've got a Bluetooth keyboard, mouse, like it's a it's a computer mm -hmm. with a fifteen and a half inch display. Right, uh, that's priced to move. Yep, you know, a lot of times I have people ask me, I'm looking for a new laptop or I'm looking for a Chromebook. You know, where do I go brand-wise? I've always been happy with Acer. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple other brands out there, but I usually tell people, <laughs> uh, if your needs aren't going to change much right. from what you're doing now, uh, so anything that you're replacing is going to be a step in the right direction. Yeah. But ports are one of those things where, hey, a Chromebook is its own thing. You're in the browser, you're not doing a ton of things. Right. But if you can get away with the extra ports, it sounds kind of silly, but if you can kind of get an You'll extra use one or it two. at some point. Yeah. You get one or two extra. Yeah. It's, it's peace of mind. Yeah. So uh, that one, I believe, is already available. Or mm -hmm. if you go to Acer's website, you can look it up. Yep. Uh, so that is the Chromebook 315. Right. Uh, so 
pretty mixed bag. Yeah, of, there's of a stuff. lot of a lot of different stuff, and I mean there was definitely a more that we didn't cover. I mean there was uh, announcements of you know new graphics cards, some new processors. Mm-hmm. There were uh, cars are always interesting. Smart, yes, more smart cars, more smart trucks. More foldable displays and screens that roll. All kinds of stuff. And, and you know, as the year unfolds, you'll see us talk about probably more of that stuff. Yeah. Some of the um, stuff that was announced or shown off. And that's another thing that you miss by not getting the in-person is sometimes you can just see these concepts. Yeah. And, hey, here's something we're working on. We're not ready to announce anything, mm-hmm. but come take a look at this uh, screen that we can wrap around a wrist. Right or can roll up around a pencil yeah like doesn't make sense today but in the future you'll understand why we did this yeah or how we i remember when a couple years ago at ces we there was a couple of different manufacturers that were talking about autonomous uh people transport for public transport yep um and that you know because of everything that's been going on in the world it seems like you haven't heard anything about that lately sure but um, you know, that's one of those things that I wouldn't, I wouldn't have picked out of like, we'll see that. Yeah. And so there, there's probably a lot more of that stuff this year of things that, you know, we're not really thinking about, mm-hmm. but there are solutions out there for problems we don't even know we have. Right. Um, and that's, that's kind of the cool thing about these, uh, consumer electronics shows. Yeah. Well, that's going to do it Yeah. for me. Yep. Uh, this was special episode mm-hmm. very special very special <laughs> ces uh, best of ces 2022 um if you saw something that you if you're listening to this and you saw something come out headline wise product wise and it excites you uh, let us know about it uh, yeah. leave a comment um email us reach out tweet wherever uh let, uh, let us know what you think is some of the most exciting stuff and if you think we uh, overlooked something we'd love to hear what you think should have been on our list uh, so if you haven't had a chance to subscribe to us podcast pretty much anywhere you're going to find us um, anywhere that you're finding podcasts now we are there uh, and if you could share with somebody else let them know about us like subscribe do all the stuff you know what to do we don't have to tell you how to do it um, but that's going to do it for me And then uh, we'll be back again with another episode of Hanging with the Guys. Yeah. Thanks for listening. See ya.